Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash. They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it has to the tell. Dungeons and debacles starts now. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master Kevin. Want to thank everybody out there in Twitch land for joining us on the live stream. Uh, going around the table today, our players, Hannah. I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Talia, the human rogue. And John. Hello. I play Illuminas, I'm a monk. They know he's good looking because he's always cooking. It makes you thirsty That's how like that works. pickled eggs. I'm trying to come up with something new every week, Kevin. God. <laughs> that was just too good. <laughs> and uh, Shane. I'm Shane playing Alexander the Human Bird. And Blake. I'm Blake, and I'll be playing Juliet, the Eldritch Knight Dragonborn. All right. And joining us this week, our special guest, Joel, the Atlanta Game Master. Joel, tell us a uh, little bit about yourself and uh, what you do. Hey, thanks for letting me join the group this week. I really appreciate it. Um, so we offer services to run games for birthday parties for kids and teenagers, also corporate events and uh, private groups if people are looking for someone to put together a next level game. Or you've just got a group of people who want to play and nobody wants to step up and DM. Uh, so we offer those services. We also have a blog that we are uh, putting regularly scheduled content up on um, some of the things are puzzles some of which we'll be using in the game today also uh, different character options different NPC options things like that stuff to help people have a good time yep and uh, that's sort of how uh, we met is on a Dungeons and Dragons group you had posted some excellent puzzle content and I reached out to you uh, about a possible sponsorship or not sponsorship partnership and uh, hopefully we'll be doing a lot Give more of these. Yes, sponsor us. <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll be doing a lot more of these in the future that will be released as bonus episodes where uh, we run through some of the great puzzles that you've uh, created. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. I think puzzles especially seems to be an area where there's not a lot of community content yet. So it's something that I'm hoping I can start adding to the community more. Yeah, it definitely fills a, uh, a hole that is out there in content that I've noticed. And uh, where can people find you if uh, they want to get a hold of you? Well, we are on uh, Facebook. If you just do a search for Atlanta Game Master, we've got a page set up there. I'm also on um, Twitter. Uh, it's at Luinitis, which is L-L-E-W-I-N-A-D-A-S. Uh, it, it's a play on the Welsh word for lion and Leonidas that I came up with at some point in my gaming history. So um, you can find me there as well. It also shows up as Atlanta Game Master as who the who the person there is. So I think you can just look for it by looking for those keywords as well. 
and your website is up and running again uh, you can find it at atlantagamemaster.com so this is a two-parter as we have been playing the puzzles Joel has created last time our villains faced a door puzzle and got a little beat up from it they open the door and that's where they find themselves now so Joel take it away the magical door of bronze shimmers, glows, and disappears. And in front of you, there's a short 20-foot hallway that opens up into what appears to be a much, much larger space. I will shove Juliet forward. Thanks. I, I'm so <laughs> glad you chose me. Um, yeah, so Juliet will walk down the hallway or whatnot okay. inside. Okay. Is everyone following? Yes. yes. Okay. So as you walk in, you notice that the walls around you rise about 20 feet into the air. And as you enter the main space of this room, all of the walls are covered in images of forest and dancing fae covered in the garb of their revelry, dancing around the outside of this area. Uh, in front of the walls, there are ornate statues uh, which appear to capture of both fey and mortals uh, in the moments of dance in various poses. And the trees, actually, the, the paintings of the trees arch up into the ceiling 20 feet up, and then branches come out, and then after the branches, there appear, it appears that they've painted the entire ceiling um, almost, almost with lifelike detail to make it look as though uh, you're looking up at the, the night, a, a slightly cloudy night sky. In front of you, there is, uh, like I said, a large room. Uh, just glancing at it, your best guess is it's at least 100 feet wide by 100 feet long, which is odd, considering that your estimate of the size of this entire floor of this ancient pyramid was less than 100 by 100 feet. But it's covered in flagstones, alternating green and white. Hey, Talia, would you mind going up ahead to check for traps? Um, sure. Can Juliet still see magic? Uh, uh, it's I been can... well over the 10 minute limit, so you'd have to cast the spell again. Yeah, I can just cast it again. Easy ritual. Okay. Uh, so you sit down and begin to do your 10 plus minutes to cast it as a ritual. In the meantime, Talia, you're checking for traps? Yes. Okay, go ahead and give me a roll. I have to remember what I have to roll one second. It's investigation, right? I'm not stupid, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I would say at this point you're moving very carefully and slowly, so yeah, we can call that investigation. Six, I see nothing. It's, there's nothing obvious, you know? The flagstones seem to be very well seated. Um, and uh, are you... How would, how would you go about doing this? Are you moving across the floor looking slowly as you go, or uh, what are you doing? Um... Probably. Where is the... Uh, uh, someone just pinged the door, like, where we're... right there? Yeah, if everybody could go ahead and place your token, like, on the map, and we'll say that this right the here is the, uh, the doorway. Please don't manhandle my token. I don't like being manhandled. <laughs> Juliet throws Alexander forward. <laughs> oh, no. Just take your boot and stick in the, the small of his back. <laughs> I'm making a movie reference. Leave me alone. So basically, Talia would just uh, start 
you know, slowly putting, you know, not putting all of her weight on a stone before she's sure about it, that kind of thing, and working her way um, across the floor. Yeah, across the floor. Okay. Um, So as you take your first step forward, um, that first foot onto one of the white flagstones, uh, a jolt of magical energy shoots up your leg and you are seared by cold, so cold that it feels like heat. Um, And you take 1d4 minus 1 damage, but we'll say a minimum of 1, so between 1 and 3 points of damage. I'll go ahead and roll. Uh, If I roll a 0, count it as a 1. So 2 points of damage with that first step. Additionally, you immediately begin to dance uncontrollably. Oh, the, the, guys, this is this is bad. So you start uh, river dancing to... across the floor. <laughs> Luna's oh, going dear. to try to snatch at her to pull her back. Okay, uh, go ahead and uh, make a skill check for me. I guess we'll call it acrobatics. I will blur my bagpipes to inspire him. Okay, so get that uh, D8 additional. 17. 17 is enough to jerk her back off the floor, and as you do, the uncontrollable urge to dance fades immediately. Okay, so don't step on the white squares. This is going to be fun. So, forest, I'm guessing we're only supposed to step on the green? Uh, Tali, if you'd like to, you can make another check for traps on the green square. I will do so. Um, is still an investigation, or should I do something else? Investigation, again. Twelve. Uh, there does not appear to be any kind of a trap on the green square. I will, uh, shove Luno... <laughs> not shove. <laughs> I'll ask Luno to switch places with me, and I will attempt very carefully to place a foot, the other foot, onto the green square. <laughs> so, uh, let me make sure I understand. So are you trying to get Luno to step, or are you just asking him to be ready She's to just grab you? Switch spaces. Yeah, just switching okay. spaces with him, and okay. then I'm going to step on the square. Okay. All right. Again, you lightly step on the square, and again, there is this jolt of magic that runs up to your leg. Only this time, it is green fire that swirls up your leg, and you take another one before minus one points of damage, and begin to dance uncontrollably. Uh, so that's two damage again. And, uh, uh, guys. With a nine, you are unable to grab her before she begins to dance out into the middle of the floor. All right, so this is happening. So so I need a perception check from you, Talia. 20. Excellent. Uh, so what you notice as you begin to dance, and you notice this almost instantly, you look down and you see ghostly prints appearing in front of you. And you very quickly with a 20 also notice that they are clearly dance steps. Okay. Um, I am going to yell back at the guys. Guys, there's some kind of glowy footprint things that look like a dance step out here. I don't know what that means, but I see it. Try following the suggestion. Uh, that's a good idea. Okay. I'll try following the footsteps. This can't lead end badly at all. Okay, give me a performance check. Ah, crap. Fifteen! Hey, that's significantly better than I thought it would do. A fifteen is not bad. Um, At 
this point, I will ask everyone to go ahead and roll initiative so that we can have performance checks sort of go in order um, as you step onto the board, since that appears to be what's going on here. But Talia, I'm going to go ahead and ask that you move your uh, token five squares to the right and five squares up. So you dance madly across this floor and uh, manage to move yourself that much farther toward the far end. Um, and it appears at least uh, that perhaps the, uh, the magical trap was only at the beginning of the, of the dance floor, but you take no damage as you dance across the tiles. Alexander? Uh, sorry. Let me yeah, sorry. click. I actually rolled nice on an initiative for once. <laughs> okay. So can we get those sorted by initiative order? No, we have to, we just look at them. And okay. do. No, Kevin did it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and is that whose name is not showing up there? Luna. Okay. I'll try to remember that. Um, okay. So we'll go ahead and take it in the order uh, that it's, it's in right now. So Talia just went. So uh, Luna, what are you doing? Uh, I am going to... Well, I guess what we're going to be doing is we're going to try and dance our way across the floor. I mean, that's the obvious option, but if you have something else to suggest. First, I'm going to try and take a running jump to get as far across the floor as possible. Alright. So go ahead and make an athletics check for me. Oh, well, that won't be great, but we'll see. <laughs> okay. Alright. Well, there, there are no natural failures on skill checks. Uh, so you do manage to jump 10 feet forward. And as you land, a jolt of fire shoots up your leg, and you also take between one and three points of damage. Lucky you for three points of damage. And begin to dance uncontrollably. So I need a performance check. Okay, you find it difficult, perhaps because of the way that you started your dance with a uh, leap of faith, so to speak. You find it difficult to match your feet to the pacing of these uh, these dance steps. And you're not doing a river dance uh, like Talia is. You're doing more of a waltz. Um, and uh, you'd think that would be an easier dance to follow, but the steps are very, very complex. Um, so I need from you a... was that? I need a constitution save, please. Oh. Okay. With a four, as you struggle and struggle to dance, you do manage to move forward somewhat. Uh, so I would like you to move two squares to the left and two squares up. And you also uh, begin to uh, lose energy. This is an exhausting thing to force you to dance without, uh, without stop, without any pause. And there's clearly magic here uh, that as you fail in your steps, you can feel pulling the vitality out of your body. You have one level of exhaustion. Guys, this is really tiring in a bad way. Just stop being bad at dancing. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Who's next on the list here? Uh, that would Julie be Nifron. Nifron. Oh, Nifron? Nifron. Um. Uh, Nifron will go after Alexander right now where we just did uh, Luno. Oh, oh that's right. Juliet. Yep, Juliet's go. 
Alright, so Juliet is a contemplative sort. She's going to watch what's going to happen to Talia and Alunados for now. Uh, so you can kind of skip her. Okay. Alright, next up would be Vic. And she's doing a performance check. Uh, well, she has to step onto the floor first, so she's stepping on a green or, or a, a white tile. Okay, so White tile it is. So that's two points of damage and then a performance check. Uh, that is a 19. Excellent. Um, I'm actually seeing a 22. Oh, I was looking at the die. Yeah, so that's ah, a 22. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so she dances backwards and forwards across the floor, and you can move her straight forward five squares. Alrighty. So next up would be Alexander. That's me. I will, uh, I'll use healing word on myself real quick, which heals me for, uh, 1d4 plus by spellcasting modifier for five. Excellent. And then I will make my way onto the dance floor while playing the bagpipes. Okay. Are you trying to give yourself inspiration? Uh, no, I'm just playing my bagpipes. All right. Okay. Um, so you step onto the dance floor and uh, you step onto a green square. So flame shoots up your leg for uh, one point of damage, and the, uh, the the floor seems to pick up on the tune that you're playing and begins to give you a dance that goes along with it. Uh, go ahead and give me a performance check with advantage. Twenty-three. Excellent. Uh, you're able very easily to dance across the floor and follow the steps, uh, move your character five up and then all the way over to the right-hand side. There. Yep, perfect. So that makes it Nifron's turn, I believe. Yes. So <clears throat> Nifron is actually going to uh, take a running jump and try to jump out onto this floor as far as he can before he lands on a tile. Okay. Uh, so again, give me an athletics check to see if he can jump farther than normal. <laughs> That's an eight. Okay. Uh, so I'll give you ten feet. <laughs> so he uh, is he jumping straight from where he is onto the. Okay. So there is yep. ice damage. Uh, one point of ice damage and a performance check as the uh, glowing ghostly feet begin to dance before him. <laughs> That's a six. Okay. Um, with a six, as this strange uh, military march of a dance shows up in front of him, he's not sure what to make of it, and is able to move uh, two squares forward and four squares left, uh, but unfortunately also begins to feel the exhaustion of this magical forced dance, and Nikon also has one level of exhaustion. Alrighty. And so do we go to Juliet's turn at the end of the round at this point, or do we skip it entirely and have to wait until she is back at uh, initiative? I was waiting to see what Talia and Alunadas were going to do. So I guess we're back at the top of the round. Okay. uh, With Talia. Okay. So Talia, the dance steps are continuing to move out in front of you as you go, and with a four... Uh, as you hear your friends getting shocked and zapped and frozen and uh, begin to pant in exhaustion, uh, the worry begins to set in and you're only able to move forward 
uh, about two squares and over to the left five. And unfortunately, you are now beginning to become exhausted as well, so you have one level of exhaustion. Just loosen up, Tali. It's not that hard. Not all of us have magic bagpipes, Alexander. <laughs> you had your chance to get one? All right. Uh, I don't see a name on that. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, Leno. That's Leno. Okay. All right. Um, do I, if, let's see. I believe exhaustion is going to start giving me disadvantage on things, yeah? On skill checks, yes, which a performance check would absolutely count as. Um, so there's a couple of things here that I will uh, sort of read out as options go here. Um, you can choose to move uh, with advantage if you own, if you move slower. You can slow yourself down to half speed. Uh, you can also try to move more quickly, uh, but if you move more quickly, then the difficulty will become higher uh, depending on how much faster you move. So you can double move as you normally would be able to using your uh, movement and your action to double move, and that's going to bump your, uh, your difficulty up to succeed on matching the dance steps. Uh, you can half move, and I will give you advantage to cancel out your disadvantage. Uh, and if you have any other magical abilities that allow for extra movement, each of those you use also will make the difficulty higher. All right, I'm just going to do half. Okay. And so I'll just be rolling regular performance checks. Rolling a like... regular performance check, correct. Okay. Uh, six. Uh, so despite your half movement, uh, you're only able to move three squares. Uh, you can move yourself three squares up and six squares to the right. And I need you to give me another constitution save. Oh, boy. Uh, I am whiffing every roll. <laughs> uh, so one point of damage from fire as it, as it shoots up your leg, and you become more exhausted. This isn't going well, guys. I believe that's it for my turn. Okay, so Juliet's up. Uh, question. Are there any motifs or pictures on the side of the wall that line up with these squares at all? Uh, give me a little bit more of a description of what you're looking for. I'm not sure I'm following. Um, like, this is set up sort of like a chessboard in rows and columns. I'm wondering if there are motifs or pictures or words on the side of the wall that match up with the rows and columns. Or if it's just... Uh, bare rock or if it has just random pictures and whatnot on it yeah so it's it's not random it's definitely the entirety of this room is painted as one piece of art and it it depicts people dancing through a forest in addition to that there are statues that line both sides of the wall about 15 feet apart that are also pictures of one or two people uh in the movements of dance okay um and second question. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, Talia had seen like ghostly footprints on the squares. Are there mm -hmm. any of those in the square Juliet is in front of, the green one? No. Okay. Then Juliet is going to step forward and try and dance her way forward. Okay. So as you step forward, go ahead and make a performance check for me. Two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you stumble a bit in your dance, and you uh, you suffer the 
uh, the damage from the green flame. Green flame. Uh, so that's two points of damage for you, and uh, that was just to enter the the, uh, the floor. As you do so, yeah. these ghostly footprints do appear in front of you, and you can make a second performance check to follow them. Okay, perfect. Seven, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, with a seven, that's possibly because of the flaming searing that just shot up your leg, you have difficulty matching the steps exactly. You're able to move two steps forward and five steps to the right. Two steps forward, five to the right. Got it. Correct. And Juliet uh, has two left feet, so that's fine. <laughs> and would... that would be uh, a roll for exhaustion as well, please. Oh, uh, what am I rolling? Uh, constitution. That was a constitution check, I believe. Hold on a second. That's what uh, I failed twice. Uh, yes, thank you. A 23. You manage not to become exhausted. And I apologize. I want to double check because I'm sort of flipping back and forth on the screens here. Did I allow everyone who took a level of exhaustion to roll constitution on that? Or did I give anyone that automatically? Uh, you gave that roll automatically to my front. Okay. And, Go ahead and Talia. Okay, please have them roll. And uh, uh, crit fell for Talia succeeds. Yay, she's not exhausted. You're not exhausted. Nifron uh, got a two. Okay, a two does not succeed. <laughs> and right, uh, so that uh, fought, that is fire damage that Juliet would have taken, correct? Uh, Juliet stepped onto a green, so that would have been fire damage, yes. Okay, yeah, so, so that damage is half to one. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so that makes it Vic's turn. Yep. So does she see the, the footprints in front of her? Yes, each of them sees their own set of footprints guiding them in the next step or two of the dance. Okay, so she's going to try to follow that. Okay, so that would be another uh, performance check. And is she moving at full speed, half speed, double speed? Uh, She is going to go ahead and move at full speed. Okay. And she does not have any exhaustion currently. Okay, uh, a 22 is excellent. Wow. Um, so she is able to dance deftly across the floor um, all the way to the left and four squares up. One. So four squares up and then all the way to the all left. All the way to the left. All right. Okay, Alexander. It's my time to shine. I will, uh, I'll go regular speed and uh, try and just dance with the steps. Okay. While continuously playing my bagpipes. And since the uh, the magical floor seems to be playing with you, I will go ahead and allow you advantage uh, as a bard on this roll. Exciting. 14. Uh, 14, unfortunately, is not quite enough. You do manage to dance most of the way forward during the next six seconds, but uh, you stumble at the last moment and step backward instead of forward, so I will have you move up two and over to the left three. There. Uh, is that sharing the spot? Should be up right two. Or three, oh, right? Oh, the green oh. square. There you go. Gotcha. Yep, so that would be uh, fire damage shooting up your leg for three points of damage, uh, and then I need another uh, constitution save to avoid becoming exhausted. Four. 
of four is unfortunately not enough. You do begin to feel the exhaustion as you, every failure feels like the magic starts to pull vitality out of your body. Alright, so Nifron's going to follow the footsteps and he is going to go uh, at uh, regular movement. Okay. Uh, that's a three. Uh, three is definitely not going to work, so uh, two steps forward and just stay right there and I need a, another constitution save, please. And three points of ice damage. Uh, that's a six. A six, having already failed, is unfortunately not enough. That would be a second level of, of, uh, of um, the, the word left me. Exhaustion. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, tell you so. And, and All right. Sixteen. Sixteen is enough to succeed at your performance check, assuming that you're moving at regular speed. Yes, that is the plan. Okay, so that would move you ahead four and to the left four, and you suffer no ill effects whatsoever. Yay! That would make it Luno's turn. All right, Luno is not feeling great. No, you are now um, disadvantaged on your skill checks, and you are also, uh, your speed is reduced to half. Okay, so he's down to five. Mm. Assuming that you move half speed, yeah. All right, so, um, and he click his heels together to activate his boots of haste to double his speed. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Okay. And then, um, try to cancel out the disadvantage by moving half speed. Slow. Okay. Yeah. So I don't. I have no idea what his speed is now. <laughs> uh, it, we're gonna call it ten as far as right. uh, the dancing goes. You're obviously moving a lot more than 10 feet forward. Yeah. So now he has his performance check. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. God damn it, guys. Stop using up all the good rolls. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so the, the dance takes over, and it, it's moving with blistering speed as you try to keep up, and you end up dancing all the way to the left side of this floor and up 10 feet, uh, which you find uh, very tiring considering current state. Um, I do need you to go ahead and roll another constitution save for me. Uh, With a 13, you succeed at the save, but you do take one point of ice damage. Okay. And that would be your turn, sir. Yes. Juliet. All right, Juliet is going to take her time and try and follow these ghostly footsteps moving forward or whatever direction they happen to be bringing her. So does that mean you're moving at half speed? Yes. Okay, then you would get to roll with advantage. That is a 19. That's good that it wasn't a 13. Uh, So you do manage to move forward carefully, uh, paying very close attention to the dance steps. And I will have you move up two and to the left five. All right. Do I take any damage or constitution save or anything? None of that. Everything works fine for you. It seems uh, as though as long as you can follow the steps of the dance, there are no ill effects. Julia is going to holler out to the rest of the party. If you follow the steps, um, you don't really get hurt. Just do a good job. And that's it for her. Okay. Excellent. That makes it fixed. Thanks, Julia. 
for all of that super helpful information. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Vic, seeing that, uh, Alexander, are you in pretty bad shape? Um, I wouldn't say. Pre- I'm not looking good. If that's what you're asking. Okay. Uh, so Vic is actually going to try to uh, move over towards Alexander. Okay. So he's intentionally trying to guide the dance in the direction that he wants to go. Um, so normally I would say let's call that a roll with disadvantage. Uh, if you move at half speed, uh, you can roll normally. Okay, so she'll move at half speed. Okay. A 23. Excellent. Um, so you are able to move halfway across the floor in the direction that you're wanting to move. So let's say to about here and let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. That's 35 feet away. Can you cast the spell that you need from there? Uh, she has, I think both of it. She's going to try to heal him, but I think both spells are, she's got cure wounds and lay on hands, which I believe both okay. are touch. Okay, uh, then I'll go ahead. If she chooses to, I'll let you use your 10 feet forward of movement to move 10 feet closer to Alexander in whatever direction you choose. Okay. 10 feet, did you say? 10 feet. Okay. Okay, and no ill effects because of your successful performance roll. So that makes Alexander's turn. That's me. I will uh, try and go towards... um try and get it towards Vic. Actually, I'll just let the music carry me and play my bagpipes and see what happens. All right. So uh, moving at normal speed, that would be a roll with advantage because you're playing the bagpipes to help you. 21. A 21 is absolutely successful. Um, So you are able to move up four and let me just do a little see here to see what direction you move left or right that would be left so you will move left six spaces and no ill effects suffered by you at all nitron moving at half speed normally now and with disadvantage on your performance check all right so i guess he's going to try to move half speed to try to get rid of that disadvantage Okay, so that means however much he moves left or right, he will only move forward one square. Uh, that is a 14 performance. 14 is unfortunately just shy of the performance check. Um, so he moves forward the one square and lands, we'll say, right here. And I need a constitution check, please. All right, constitution save, please. Crit. Excellent. Uh, so he does not suffer any more levels of exhaustion, uh, but one point of icy damage shoots up through his feet. All right. All right. Moving us on to Talia, who has more than covered half the floor now. Oh, crit fail. Sadly, were you moving at normal speed? I mean, is it too late for me to say, no, I'm totally doing half speed so I can use that 17? Oh, no, yeah, I think it's a little bit too late. (laughs) (laughs) Then why'd you ask? Uh, You know, I just was trying to clarify in my head what was going on. 
um, yeah. try to yeah. let me know ahead of time before you roll uh, to get rid of any confusion. Gotcha, my apologies. No, no, no it's fine. Uh, okay, so you, you are able to move your full movement, so that's four squares up, and um, Vance begins to take over and moves you all the way over to the right. So right here. Yeah, okay. and you do unfortunately need to give me a constitution save. And you suffer two points of fire damage. 17 is my constitution. 17 is more than enough to shrug off the draining effects of this magical floor. It's good to be young, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that makes it Juliet's turn. Luna's. Um, You're right, you're right. Doing everything he can to be careful. Okay. Luna is going to. The haste. Yep. Yeah. All right, but you're moving at half speed, so yep. ten feet forward, no matter what the result of the roll is. All right. At thirteen, unfortunately, is another failure, as the dance moves you all the way across the dance floor to the far right, and I need another Constitution save. Eleven. With an eleven, unfortunately, you have now taken your third level of exhaustion. Oh my God! This might actually kill John. <laughs> Again. Uh, so at, at three levels of exhaustion, you are also at disadvantage on saving throws moving forward. This is how we re-roll John. Uh, he, <laughs> he died, Dan. Okay, uh, Juliet's turn. Juliet is going to move forward slowly um, and continue dancing with those ga- ghastly footsteps. Okay. So at half movement, you get advantage on your roll. Uh, only an 11. But an 11 is not quite enough. You move forward two squares and all the way to the left. And I need a constitution saving throw. But it's a 19. A 19 is more than enough to shrug off the draining effect, but you do suffer two points of icy damage. All right, that's it for Juliet. All right, uh, Vic is going to try to uh, get over here beside Alexander and cast uh, Lay on Hands on him. Okay. So dance in the direction you want to go. Uh, Go ahead and give me a roll. Is he moving at half speed or full speed? Uh, Half speed. Half speed, okay. That's a 20. And you didn't even need the advantage, so is more than enough. Uh, you're able to move the dance so that you pass by Alexander and touch quickly as you move uh, as you move past him and to the right four squares. Uh, okay, so she's going to tap him with lay on hands as she moves past mm-hmm. him. So she makes it to here and then she's going to do lay on hands. Just tag your it uh, and give mm-hmm. you... Uh, let's see, the Paladin level times 5, so that would be 35. So she is going to give you uh, 30 points, Alexander. And then which direction does she need to move? Uh, four squares to the right. Alright, that's her turn. That's okay. a lot of HP. Yeah, that's a great ability. Gales, well. Alexander. That's me. I will, uh, I will 
try and go double speed. And so since I, I got advantage on regular, would I just have a, a regular go for double? Normal roll, correct. I would like to do that. Okay. I cannot inspire myself, unfortunately. Uh, you could inspire other people. I think John needs ten. Uh, a ten is not enough. So you are able to move forward. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So you are in the last row, all the way over to the left. Uh, you suffer one point of fire damage and one point of ice damage, and I need you to roll a constitution save. Uh, at disadvantage, I believe. You already have one. I do have one. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's on saves only. So uh, just a regular roll. So what am I rolling right now? Uh, constitution saving throw. Okay, and I would like to inspire John. I rolled a one. Uh, yeah, so you've got a three on your constitution save. So that is a second level of exhaustion, which means your movement is halved. And, and where's the exit to this thing? You're You're one step away from it at this point. Okay. The entire floor. Okay, so do you want to go ahead and roll that uh, inspiration? Or what do you mean? Does he, he, he just want to have him He does the inspiration when it's okay. his turn. Fair enough. All right, and whose turn is it now? Nifron. Nifron. Who is going to say fuck it uh, and use his bonus action to dash across this floor since he's at okay. disadvantage anyway. All right. Um, so that'll get him because he's at half speed. That'll get him four squares of movement forward. <laughs> a three, of course. Uh, um, and all the way to the left as the dance takes over. So three up and all the way to the left. Uh, four up and all the way to the left. Okay. And dashing forward, uh, one point of fire damage and three points of vice damage. And I will need a constitution saving throw. Uh, five, of course. So that would put him at his third level of exhaustion as well. Alia. All right. So I'm actually also going to dash. Okay. Because I see the end in sight. Yes, you do. And I guess that's a six. Uh, six is not enough for you to get away unscathed, um, but you are able to get off the board. Uh, you do get struck twice by damage, so that's a one for ice and a one for fire, and you may also take one level of exhaustion. Go ahead and give me a constitution save. An 18. 18. You could dance all day. Movie she foot is 12. Made for you. She could have danced all night. <laughs> so, Luno, um, can you make a... No, I won't even make you make a check. Um... There are life-sized statues periodically around the edges of uh, this dance hall. You are standing right next to one. Okay. Theoretically, you could try to climb up onto it, and the statues are spaced about 15 feet apart. Ooh, I'm going to acrobatics my way the fuck up onto a statue. Okay, well, climb, is normally, climb is normally an athletics check. Oh, I'm tempted to just throw caution to the wind, use my monk ability to dash, and then go for the exit. Yeah, that's also totally an option. 
you are. Let's see, let me zoom out a little bit here so I can see. One, two, three, four, five, six. It would put you right at the edge, but not off the board. And what's the fourth level of exhaustion do again? Uh, hit points are halved. Max hit points are halved. And then five is your dead. No, uh, five is zero five speed. Is zero movement. Uh, six is death. Okay. All right. I'm going to go ahead and dash and hope for. Well, you know, if, no matter what, I'll be able to get off the board eventually. Mm. So I'm going to go ahead and dash. Okay. And take the disadvantage. Yep. And use my inspiration when the time comes. Okay. Okay. okay so a 14 is not enough. Would you like to use your inspiration? It would actually be now? a 9. Oh, you're right, which is definitely not enough. <laughs> uh, would you like to inspire yourself now, or do you want to save that for your constitution save? Or Well, All right. I was hoping for a better roll than but, that. Okay. Yeah. So that's not that enough. That still puts us at a 14. Right, so where do I end up? Uh, so you end up right dead center of the board on the green square here. Uh, so that would be ice one point and fire one point. And I need a constitution saving throw at disadvantage please <laughs> okay. so you are at your fourth level of exhaustion as more of your vital energy is drained from you okay so my max hit points are halved so that put me at 32 okay alright and that makes it Juliet's turn alright um you said there are statues up there, and that I might be able to, or might yeah. be able to climb up and try and jump across them, or whatever. Juliet is going to try and climb up one of those. Okay, uh, so it's it's five feet in front of you. You'd have to move forward at least five feet. So I okay. would still want a performance check from you. Okay. It's at five. Nice. <laughs> okay. So as you step forward onto the green square, uh, you take two points of fire damage half. Uh, and go ahead and make a constitution save. 19. And you succeed at your save, and now you want to climb up one of the statues, so you can go ahead and make an athletics check. That was a 22. Excellent. You climb right up onto the statue of a fey man and an elf woman who are clearly in the midst of a very um, sensual dance. Cool. They fucking... The Lombada, the Forbidden Dance. That's right. That's right. Uh, that's it for Juliet, then. Okay. So go ahead and move yourself forward one square. Uh, I moved on to the green square. Do I move forward another one? No. Uh, the green square, you walked forward, so you, if you're on the statue, the statue is on the square right in front of where you are now. So oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So Vic's turn. All right. So Vic is going to try to dip on out of here seeing that uh, Talia okay. has made it off this uh, board so she is just going to dash for the uh, to try to get off the board up here where Talia is okay you can get to the last square on the board that's that's eight spaces that's the maximum board movement go ahead and roll for me that is a seven a seven is not a good roll uh, so she dances uh, to the left eight squares as well and is frozen for one point of damage and burned for one point of damage. And I will need a constitution saving throw. That is a 22. 
Excellent roll. No ill effects from the draining magical effect. All right, back to the top of the order. It's my time to shine. Uh, so past this last one, it's just a clearing that I can get on? Correct. It's just regular flagstones. I would like to uh, try and get in there. Okay. Uh, so, you still have to dance off the floor. You're still stuck on the floor at this point. Right. So since I get advantage on a regular one, what happens if I just do half speed? Is there any other bonuses that I can get? There, I, I do not play a game with double advantage or double disadvantage. That's reasonable. I <laughs> yeah, guess I'll just try and get off with advantage. Um, so you are at disadvantage with skill checks, right? Because you have a level of exhaustion. Oh, so right. If you, right. But if you move at half speed, that cancels out. Okay. I would like to move half speed to get off, to move five feet off of the dance floor. Okay. And you succeed. Huzzah. All right. I don't have anything else that I can think of really doing. Does uh, the four, getting affected by the four count as being charmed or no? Uh, it does not count as a charm spell as far as uh, avoiding that because of any racial ability or anything like that. Reasonable. Okay, yeah, I don't have anything else to do. Okay. So, uh, what is your... Are you just... You're done? Yeah, I'm just kind of sitting okay. uh, to try and recuperate from uh, the being exhausted from the dance floor. Uh, you can okay. inspire uh, Luno again. I am out. Money inspiration. Oh, okay. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah I used two on the puzzle, and then I used two in here, I want to say. Um, I want to save Talia, pulling um, her away from the trap, and then one on Luno that he blew trying to do the con save, I want to say, or his performance check. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. So that leaves us with Nifron halfway across the board. Uh, he is going to uh, dash to try to get off the board. Okay. Uh, so you're already rolling with disadvantage. Right. That's a uh, three. Ouch. All right. Well, that will put him forward eight squares and halfway across the board, we'll say on the, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, we'll say on this green square here, and go ahead and make that constitution save for me. Unfortunately, that is also rolled at disadvantage at this point, I believe. Yep. Two points of ice damage and one point of fire damage. Uh, that is a 10, so he fails the con save. And what was the damage? Three? Uh, it was a total of three points of damage. And that would put him at half of his maximum hit points. All right. Okay, Talia, you are off the board. What would you I am. Like to do? I'm going to run over here to Luno. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I can get it this far and try to pull him off the board. Okay. Um, just go ahead and uh, we'll say make. I'll give you your choice of either uh, an athletics or an acrobatics check to try to grab him and jerk him off the board. I'm going to choose acrobatics. Okay. As he's flailing around, uh, you reach out, grab him by the belt, and pull him forward one space. And then I'm going to look down at him and say, God, Luna, why do you look so tired? Yeah, he's barely standing at this point. <laughs> Grasp out a thank you and then collapse to the floor. <laughs> he's been doing CrossFit. 
<laughs> no, no. Obviously, he hasn't. Otherwise, it would have. Been I saw the I saw the fantasy Instagram selfies. I know better than that. <laughs> Instagram. Well, Luda, that makes it your turn. Um, anything I would try to do would be at disadvantage. Yes. Don't you just take a dirt nap for a second? Yeah, I think I'm just gonna <laughs> collapse. Yeah, spend right. the in-between turns re-rolling your character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. I've had a sorcerer rolled up for a while. That's right. Can I have you roll 46? Okay, now again. <laughs> 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 All right, so Juliet. All right, last one on the board. Um, is it potentially possible for Juliet to jump from statue to statue to make it across? Uh, it is absolutely possible. Uh, what is your base strength? Uh, 18. So actually, okay, so that's, probably not. An 18 is a pretty high strength. I would say that it's a standing long jump, and the statues are 15 feet apart. If you roll a exceptionally high, uh, uh, not strength, uh, athletics check, I would allow you to make that landing. All right, Juliet is going to make this jump. Woo! All right, so we're aiming Take for the landing. This for the square statue. Here. Yep. Okay. Uh, sixteen. Well, sixteen is not enough. You land in the square right next to the statue, and immediately are shocked for damage. Um, and that was your. We'll call that your action. So go ahead, and as the magic takes over again, roll to dance along the performance. All right. And 11. 11 is unfortunately not enough. Um, You do move forward four squares, and are you trying to keep yourself on the edge at this point? Is your goal to try to climb up on another uh, statue? Uh, That's the idea, but I don't know if that's possible. Um, It takes me all over the place. (laughs) It does take you all over the place. As you try to force it, you're able to do so, but it, it makes your constitution save made with disadvantage. Okay. A 14. A 14 is not... Uh, oh, no. Actually, I'm sorry. 14 is enough. A 14 is good. Um, so you do manage not to get hit with the first uh, level of uh, exhaustion. And we were... Let's see. One, two, three, four. Right. So you were here. Statue there. Um, so you're actually standing in the space where a statue is right now. On your oh, next perfect. turn, you could try to climb it. Okay. Excellent. Okay. And that makes it Vic's turn, I believe. Yeah, Vic is just going to make a jump for it to get off of this uh, these tiles onto this okay. area over here where uh, everybody else is. Okay. Um, if he wants to try to dance off, then he would still need to make that performance check. If he just ignores the steps, then he's going to take the damage and the potential uh, constitution save. A 21 is, is more than enough, so he's able to dance off. It does move him uh, five squares to the right, but he's able to dance right off. All right, that's Sorry. her turn. Okay. And that puts us back to the top of the order, right? Okay, Alexander. I will move uh, in front of Nifron. Uh, on the dance floor and try and toss a rope to him. Okay. Um, 
would that just be an on like would he just be able to catch that or is that I like mean, a, I, it's it's I, he's dancing it's going to be difficult for him to catch it. i'm not going to make you roll to throw it 10 feet though um you can clearly get a bundle of rope to go in the direction you want 10 feet um but i would need nifron to roll to catch it so uh we'll just call it um dexterity uh as that's a six a six yep okay it falls at his feet Okay. But he's um, dancing on top of the rope right now. He is dancing on top of the rope right now. That's a tripping hazard. <laughs> yeah. I we have infinite amounts of rope, right? Yep, we have a bag of rope. Uh I oh. would like to toss as much rope onto the floor by him as I can with my action move. Okay, all right. Nifron um, goes, you're not helping. <laughs> well, uh, you're not you, very good at dancing. You managed to partially cover the floor in his area with um, tripping hazards. Uh, is So if I were to yank it, do you think I could catch on to him? You can certainly try. <laughs> hey, Talia, can you, can you help me yank this rope? I mean, this sounds like a bad idea, but I'm 12, so why not? Always, trying to get him off the dance floor. I just always love it when you hear a DM say, you can certainly try. <laughs> I, you know, I know it's Mercer's thing, but I can't think of a better way to make a player double check themselves on whether they want to do what they're asking. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I will try and yank the rope to pull him off of the dance floor with Talia. Okay. Um... This is a whole so, lot of action economy in six. I seconds. was gonna say if you're if you're waiting if you're waiting for Talia's, should I just wait for the next uh, my next room? Oh. I would I would allow Talia to do that with her turn. Okay, that's reasonable. Actually, I have a better idea with my turn since everyone's okay. probably getting off the board. Okay, all right. <laughs> so let's hold on, see what happens then. What is Typhron doing at this point while his feet are surrounded by coils of rope? Uh, so Nifron is like slipping on this rope as he's dancing around uh, on this tile and he's going to try to do like this you know whole you know, like the NFL when the, the players like three yards from the, the finish line and does like the, mm -hmm. the jump backwards on their back to slide across okay <laughs> alright so performance check yep advantage uh, that's 12. 12 is not enough, unfortunately. So where do I need to go? So uh, he'll get off the board, uh, but takes one point of ice damage, and I need one more constitution save at disadvantage. That's an eight. Sadly. Uh, uh, he is so exhausted he can no longer... Yikes. So exhausted what? He can, he can no, no longer, longer move. move. Okay. Don't worry, I got you covered. I got Tensor's floating disc. I'll just drag Nifron along. <laughs> <laughs> you like float him into like the the main boss area, and he's just like you know, right. just shooting a crossbow bag. on it from his back. <laughs> All right, so that makes it Talia's turn. What was your brilliant idea, Talia? All right, guys. So I'm gonna cast darkness. This is my plan. <laughs> if you think it's a bad plan, because Talia is going to say this out loud and get people's opinions, uh, I'm gonna cast darkness. Turn into a bat. Grab the rope and, fl rope and fly it over to Juliet. 
What's the uh, lighting situation in here, Joel? Uh, well, that's what casting darkness is for. So it's dim light. So I wouldn't have to cast darkness. Um, I, I, I wanted to. Be. I appreciate the thought, but uh, I think I can make it across myself. I've been a okay. It's been invigorating. All right. Well, uh, then in that case, I am going to come over here to Nifron and try to apply some medicine knowledge to help him. I won't help, but I'm going to at least look like I'm trying. Absolutely. <laughs> Six. Uh, you apply bandages deftly in all the wrong areas. Outstanding. <laughs> Kiss his boo-boos. It's like his feet are scorched and on fire, and you're, like, wrapping a bandage Putting a cloth head. around his forehead. Somebody <laughs> said that you should always rub dirt on it if you hurt yourself, so you're grabbing dirt and just packing it on <laughs> Definitely something I've heard before. Here, <laughs> the fire ones closed. <laughs> All right, so Luna, that would make it your turn. You can still move. You're not that exhausted. You can do it, Juliet. Let's just sit here for a while, <laughs> and that's it. All right, fair enough. All right. All right. So Juliet's turn. She is going to try and climb onto the statue. Okay. What do you need me to do? Uh, uh, an athletics check, yeah. Okay. A 23. Excellent. You climb right up onto that statue. And um, as your movement, you could try to, uh, or as your action, I suppose, one or the other, you, you're, you're safe at this point. You could use your second part of your turn to try to make that jump. Uh, yes, Juliet will do that. Uh, another right. athletics check and hold on. That's right. Uh, 15. Wow, I am just botching these. Is unfortunately, uh, not going to cut it. So You, you don't get to 10, make any complaints. 10 feet <laughs> forward. 10 feet forward, and you land with a shock of ice searing up your leg. That gives you... Clearly, I was wrong damage. about your ability to do it, Julia. Uh, and another constitution save, please. 18. I've been rolling Excellent. high on these. You, yeah, you... You don't even need to climb statues. You might as well just dance across the floor. At like. <laughs> this point, yeah. Fucking All right. Just walk. So like, I'm not dancing um, for shit. <laughs> before we get back around to Julia's turn, does anybody want to take any kind of action? Nope. More medicine checks on poor Nifron? <laughs> okay. All right. I hear that knives are the best medicine. <laughs> 18. Um, 18. That might actually help. A, I mean, that's a good check. Um... Kevin, what's your what's your take on using the medicine skill in a situation like this? Uh, well, with the the medicine skill, I mean, for the most part, it's used for you know if you had a kit or if you were trying to stabilize someone. At this point, since she's not actually trying to heal him, and you can't heal exhaustion that way, I would say that it has no effect. Okay, that would be my my. Uh Take as Very well, but I wanted to check with you. Look at him. But she's doing her best, guys. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm willing to bet Nifron feels a little better. Just I'm helping. <laughs> Just emotional. I'm helping, guys. <laughs> Treating his psychological health. Probably Just helping that, more than the rest. Just as important. Talia definitely feels better. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I feel great. Uh, All she, right. So she let's go is ahead handing and... out the thoughts and prayers. That's right. That's right. Um, all right. So, anybody else have any actions to take before we switch back around? 
Yep. Okay. So, Juliet, you gonna make a run for it at this point, or keep statue? No. Uh, she is gonna move forward uh, carefully. Okay. Uh, at half speed. At half speed. All right. Uh, so you can uh, take advantage on your roll. That is a natural twenty, but that I know is, it doesn't work for skills. Yeah, but. yeah. But you move forward effortlessly, dancing across the floor. You find yourself standing right in front of your team of uh, party members, two squares forward. I told you you could do it. All right. Uh, so close yet so far. Another round around. Does anybody right. do anything? Uh, Nifron's going to say, leave me be, girl. Bandages. I am. I am so running out of bandages. I'm about to start slapping him in the face because that's what I saw uh, Juliet <laughs> do one time to Alexander. Oh, yeah, that's right. Le- leave me be, girl. I'm helping. You're <laughs> really Alexander not. did come back to life. Exactly. Last time someone sla- it took a couple days, but the slap brought him back to life. It's fine. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do anything, though. Okay. I, I will say the bandages around the forehead did help to soak up all the sweat that was pouring off of Nightbrot's face. I need a power uh, aid. Does anyone have a power aid? We'll make one with lentils when we get back to the cart. Don't worry. Shut up. <laughs> no power lentil aid for you. So, Juliet, one all more right. turn to dance off the floor. She is going to dance carefully ahead. Oh, an eight. Okay, you managed to dance off the floor, but not without tripping and suffering two points of fire damage reduced to one, and you'll need to make one more constitution something. 24, there we go. Nice. Wow. God. Excellent. Got a tough body. She's Apparently a big, so. big girl. Tough body, two left legs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you all managed to make your way all the way across the uh, dance floor. Some of you more successfully than others. Um, once you step off, you no longer feel compelled to dance. And I will hand it back to Kevin at this point. Awesome, awesome Kevin. job. This was Thank you. Uh, great job. Yeah, this was Indeed. so much fun and damn brutal. <laughs> and not a single blow was struck by anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but those exhaustion levels, man, that's rough. That's so something you, you don't see all the time. I love that. That's a yeah. great idea. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And you so if if any of you don't know the mechanics, you will get them back per day of long rest. There are a few spells that can reduce exhaustion as well. Which is awesome because uh we're inside a temple and getting closer to something. <laughs> you guys looking forward to coming back out? Uh, as a bat, yes, one hundred percent as a bat. I will do something. Not I'm going front. to punch my way out of the temple from the other side. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so that's basically IRL Tali, right? In the background. Oh, my daughter. Yeah. So oh, I was very confused because my. Oh, sorry. I have hi. twin girls, so there you go. Oh, hi guys. You're going to thrive. Okay, have fun. I will. Have fun. Don't be surprised if they come back with a collection of skulls. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. You guys act uh, like that's not normal. <laughs> well, 
Well, I think this is probably an excellent place to end this. And thank you so much, Joel, for joining us. And I can't wait to do some more of these in the future. Definitely. Agreed. Good. I'm glad you all had fun. I was beginning to feel like I was being too hard on you there toward the end. Absolutely destroy us. DM to be the guy who killed the player off. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Kevin's already done it two or three times in this. Uh, no, no, Kevin yeah. did it once. Well, I think Shane me and Juliet Blake did half it. Of the party at one point. <laughs> yeah. Half of the party did die at some point. At the hand, that, that was the other half of the party. I, I had mean, nothing to do with that. The party. And I very nearly killed, uh, or someone very nearly killed um, Adel before he met his oh, yeah, timely right. demise. Because we all we all attacked him. Indeed, I remember punching him a lot. And I was doing subdual damage, though I think, or was I? Or was that Juliet? That was me. But we almost killed him. Yeah, that barbarian <laughs> really nearly. wanted to kill him. Which you know, normally I wouldn't like set an NPC onto a player, but I mean, damn, I think we can all agree that he deserved everything he got that episode. Definitely. Pushed it absolutely. In game, absolutely pushed him right to the limit. Like he was actively taunting the guy, and it's like, yeah, why would you do that? Yeah, sorry about your your dead whore wife. And it's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah man, there are consequences for stuff like that for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I am. Uh, I'm glad you guys had a great time. I had a great time as well. I'm definitely looking forward to doing another one of these sometime soon. Oh yeah, well, yeah, it's uh, been nice having you, man. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Joel. Alrighty, well, uh, I want to thank everybody out there in Twitch land for joining us uh, for this episode, and we hope to see you again real soon. Yep, thanks everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons & Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling size favor, give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. Do you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Howdy, folks. I'm Gerg of Gerg's Barbecue and Crematorium, and I'd like to take a minute to address some of the slander about my business. We have some of the finest slow-cooked barbecue in the Plains Nation, and yes, we offer all hours crematorium services, but never the twain shall meet. Rest assured that your delicious combo platter of pulled pork and mutton never touched the remains of someone's loved one. Death comes for us all, and at all hours, and we answer the call, but that doesn't mean you could be eating a person. You have my word, we keep it separate. So if you have a hunger in your belly or sadness in your soul for the loss of a loved one, we can help. Gerg's Barbecue and Crematorium, we're always open. The music you heard on this episode was Shadowlands 1, Horizon, and Shadowlands 5, Antichamber, by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses 
slash buy slash 3.0.